This is the third episode of the Heritage Guide to Prague, brought to you by the Prague Vitruvius, an illustrated guide to the city's architecture. Our main website is at pragitecture.eu, where you can see photos and descriptions of all the buildings in the podcast. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Just type in the Prague Vitruvius to get the latest news. Today, we're taking a final look around Prague Castle, the vast complex of palaces, churches and buildings of state that has dominated the skyline of Prague since medieval times. In the second episode, we looked at the Cathedral of St. Vitus. Today, our tour will take us to the old royal palace and the gardens to the south of the castle. But we start with a visit to the second oldest church in Bohemia, St. George's in the Castle. Just a stone's throw from the east end of the Cathedral of St. Vitus stands the smaller but no less significant Basilica of St. George. Founded in 920 by Duke Vratislav I, the Basilica was one of the earliest Christian churches in Prague, acting as the burial place of the Przemyslid dynasty until the early 11th century. Among its several notable tombs is that of Ludmilla, the grandmother of Duke Wenceslas, whose murder in 921 made her Bohemia's first Christian martyr. Not long after its foundation, the church became associated with the Benedictine convent of St. George, whose abbess was granted the unusual privilege of crowning successive consorts of Bohemia's kings. Despite this historic role, the convent was dissolved at the end of the 18th century as part of the Edict of Tolerance of Joseph II. Until comparatively recently, the cloister housed part of the National Gallery's collection of Baroque art. The west end of the basilica itself presents an unusual mix of styles with the terracotta-coloured façade a somewhat unsympathetic addition from 1657 by Francesco Caratti. Behind this showy exterior, however, the Romanesque nave and chancel dating from 1142 are a lesson in simple aesthetics. From the same period come the clean lines of the two white limestone towers nicknamed Adam and Eve a prominent part of the skyline of Prague's castle complex. Retracing our steps from St George's to the third courtyard, we enter the precincts of the old royal palace of Prague. Commissioned by the Jagiellonian king Vladislav II, the hall was constructed between 1485 and 1500 according to a plan by master builder Benedict Reit to be used principally for ceremony and entertainment. Together with Mathieu Reissek, Reit had also been responsible for the second phase of building of St. Barbara's Cathedral in the royal city of Kutna Hora, some miles east of Prague. The Vladislav Hall remains the largest secular vaulted room of its type in Europe and continues to be used today for the inauguration of the Presidents of the Republic, here, too, on special occasions, the crown jewels are put on public display, most recently during the 2016 commemoration of the 700th anniversary of the birth of Charles IV, Holy Roman Emperor. 
Abutting the hall, and perpendicular to the castle wall, is the so-called Ludwig Wing, built by rate between 1503 and 1509, a five-story bastion named after Vladislav's son, Ludwig Jagalonski, ruler of Bohemia from 1516 to 1526. On the 23rd of May, 1618, this tower became the scene of the second defenestration of Prague, when Catholic councillors Willem Slavata and Jaroslav Martinitz were forcibly thrown from the second-floor window by representatives of the Protestant estates. Although they survived the 70-foot fall, the incident proved to be the final straw between the two religious factions. The ensuing conflict, involving armies from almost every European country, began here in Prague. It was to last for a further 30 years. Exactly three centuries later, following the creation of the state of Czechoslovakia in 1918, President Tomasz Masaryk commissioned the Slovene architect José Plechnik to remodel the castle complex in a way that would not only unify the castle's disparate historical elements, but also connect the new nation with the ancient world, and particularly with Greece, the cradle of democracy. Plechnik made use of strong geometrical solids, plain Doric columns and sturdy Ionic capitals. Here, on the south side of Prague Castle, he ingeniously connected the old royal palace with the castle gardens by means of the so-called bull staircase, a narrow but imposing structure with a primal Mycenaean feel. <laughs>